Hey, this is Mike Bob, and I'm a guy who used to make things, and sometimes I still do. These days, I prefer making podcasts, and I have a new one called Soundtrack to My Life. On this podcast, I talk to different creative people about the music that shaped them. Sometimes the conversations are funny, and sometimes they're just kind of sweet. I love that Pina Colada song. Yeah, I do. Rihanna has had a huge impact on my songwriting. I'm diving into the ocean, finding that one fish that has toxins, and I'm just drinking those toxins all day. Maybe they're saying, like, you should now go forth and rock. It's like a peace be with you situation. I also have a playlist called F Jams. One and two. It's just in case. We dance to a jazz version of my favorite things. Soundtrack to my life. It's available exclusive on Spotify. It's a I'm going to try to make that word take off. It's a music plus talk show, meaning I can play songs in their entirety. So think of this as an interactive playlist with some of the coolest creative people I know. And you should know, too. Soundtrack to my life. A Spotify exclusive. Hi, I'm Mike Bobbitt. I am a lot of things. I'm a comedian, I'm a podcaster, I'm a writer, an actor, and a storyteller. But most of all, I'm a dad now. Movies were an important part of my childhood, and I'm hoping they'll be an important part of my kids' childhood, too. So through this podcast, I talk to my friends about movies that were important to them when they grew up, and I also talk to my friends who are parents about their experiences introducing their own kids to movies. This is Movies for Kids. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever grow up. Sometimes I wonder if I know it's me. I know it's me. I am talking to my buddy Jay that I have known for a few years now and his daughter, his co-pilot, who I told Jay a long time ago when Allison was still pregnant with Benji that one of the things I was most looking forward to about being a dad was seeing his pictures on Facebook of the two of you going to movies all the time because I just saw like the dynamic that the two of you have and you looking like a younger female version of him. I get that a lot. So uh, (laughs) I'm here with Jay and and the co-pilot. So her name's Casey. I call her Wacky. My friends call me Bubbles. Really, nobody calls me Casey. Yeah. And Slamby. And Slammy. Yes, that's my derby name. Yeah, so you just have like a ton of nicknames. I have so many nicknames. I respond to all of them, though, so it's not really an issue. I assumed, and I didn't know this story until recently, that it was just a thing that has been going on a lot longer than it has that the two of you have been going to see movies together. And I found out that it actually started with the event. Avengers, I believe. That was the start of our movie theater experience, yes. Right, because you initially were reluctant. Yeah. Which is my... It's my fear because like I have Star Wars tattoos and I've been collecting Star Wars garbage for 30 years, <laughs> hoping that one day I'd have a kid that would appreciate it. And now my fear is that he's just not going to be into it. That's a really rational fear. That's super possible. Not to freak you out, but that's super possible. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know it is. So you initially were not interested in going to see Avengers. No, no, actually, I and I do remember... I remember the very day that he asked, he was like, do you want to go see Avengers? I think we were walking out of Build-A-Bear. We were in the mall. Um, and I remember him being like, oh, do you want to go see this movie? And me being like, I don't know, not not really. Movies weren't really my 
thing. You know, I didn't really like sitting there for two hours and the air conditioning was like saying that out loud sounds really stupid. Like who doesn't like (laughs) sitting in the air conditioning for two hours being entertained. But yeah, then one time he had it playing in the living room and we ordered pizza and I was sitting there and I was just like glued to this movie. And I was like, what movie is this? He was like, this is Avengers. Remember I asked you if you wanted to go see it and you were like, no. And I was like, Man, I messed up. And so then every time he asked if I was going to go, if he was like, oh, do you want to see that? Was, yes, whatever it is, I'm not making a mistake like that again. Was it the movie itself or was it seeing how much your dad enjoyed it? Although I can't imagine <laughs> Poker Face Jay <laughs> actively showing that he enjoys anything. I wasn't even looking at his face. I was I was locked into the movie. I was 100% like it was. I mean, I think I, I came down. I hadn't seen the beginning of the movie yet because mm. he, he had already started the movie the pizza showed up so we were like 30 minutes into the movie when i came down and i was just so so intrigued that like i don't think my eyes left that i like ate pizza without even looking at it like i was just so fascinated and so it was the movie i i mean i guess now i know that he liked that movie but at the time he was just he was just over there i i thought i was in new york getting attacked by aliens i know your dad is a comic book guy did you grow up with comic books at all um not in the same way he did now you can't just scrunch your face up and look at me like <laughs> yes he I can said that's his stupid. that's his one move you have a microphone in front of you and my brother was a comic book guy I was more of an action figure dude growing up actually my brother is uh he's another different piece of the puzzle yeah that's one of those things that yeah <laughs> I have very specific relationships with everybody in my life, and I have a very specific relationship with my daughter. I have a very specific relationship with my brother to the point that uh, when she was younger, she was riding in the car with us one time, and um, both of my parents were Marines and just awful people for the most part. One of the things that my mom taught us was you just rip on each other constantly, so we just sit there and just attack each other, just uh-huh. dozens all day long. Just and if you could get, if you could get one good enough to make the other person laugh, you knew that you had broken them, right? Because you were you weren't going to get us mad enough to you couldn't hurt us enough to cry. Okay, mm-hmm. we're punching you before we get to there. But if we can make you laugh, it's like, okay, yeah, you got underneath the armor because if the armor is good enough, you can just straight face it and just keep hitting back and forth. Just boom, boom, boom. And she's riding in the back of the car because she's a little kid riding in a car seat. And she just stops us and goes, do you two even like each other? Because we're just destroying each other the entire ride. And I'm, we're like, well, yeah, like this is this is literally us sharpening our swords and tightening up our armor. That's all it is. Where I very much differ. Anybody, I, somebody says she's anything that is not of it totally her. positive to me, <laughs> I sob. The second it comes out, I cannot handle people being mean to me. Really? That surprises me because of she can she can and, also oh, yeah. eat somebody alive if she needs to. She, right. she's, okay, I can definitely. She's very much a pacifist. I cry out of frustration. It's less anger if somebody like really comes at me, but I'm just kind of like, whatever. Your opinions are relevant. Yeah, I can definitely hurt some people's feelings. I'm surprised that you feel like you're. You didn't say fragile, but I, I guess I'm I, fragile, sensitive. Okay. Yeah, because I see Wimpy. the way that your dad would interact with comedians. I remember an Ann Arbor comic did a set and, you know, one over the audience, like big time. And he was all cocky and went up to your dad and was just sort of like, yeah, because we all wanted Roger at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase's approval and Jay's because they're both very inseparable. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so this 
this kid goes up to your dad and he's just like, huh? And uh, your dad's just sort of like, hey, you know, hacky pandering. Of course you want him over. Like, just so like... <laughs> And I just remember how defeated he looked, where he was just like, yeah, I impressed Jay. Now I'm going to go over and impress Roger. And I think he did not go to Roger after that, where he oh was just God. like, uh. My dad is a soul crusher. He d- he kind of does it for sport. I do it for survival. So, like, I- I'm not mean to people unless I really need to be. Whereas he he just finds humor in it, which I think is fine. I, I never... I do find a little bit of humor in it. But <laughs> he he's also- finds humor in it. He's very proud of it. That's- I never looked at you as, as mean, though. Like, I always looked at you as a guy mean. who just kind of said exactly what was on your mind and you didn't really yeah, I don't need care. to hold back yeah, yeah, yeah. because l- like you said before you always learned honesty because if you lie then you're gonna have to remember the lie if you lie you have to remember what you said if you just tell people the truth you just have to remember what happened and it's way easier to remember what happened yeah that's why i always wore it as a badge of honor when i was like yeah roger and jay like me and and telling a mediocre comic that they killed is just that's you don't need to gas their head up they can't it's unnecessary they won't won't learn yeah i would much rather get off stage and have someone say like "Eh, you really resorted to a lot of potty language or whatever on that one to sell it then go like "Ooh, you're the best whatever i know this is gonna sound kind of sexist but i was scared to death of having a daughter so i was really happy that i had a son i think daughters have kind of a special bond with their dad so i would have been also super happy if i had a daughter as well but i was also scared of the idea of having a daughter because i'm not a tough guy <laughs> you know i don't have guns like you i have toy lightsabers upstairs but <laughs> he, he he didn't have guns until it was already my job to protect myself he yeah definitely, he, he had swords when i was growing up your dad told me a great thing that he did about before you could date you needed to have your brown belt and before you could have a boyfriend you needed a black belt <laughs> mm-hmm. yep that's true I actually just found the pictures. I just moved and I just found the picture from the day that I got my black belt. And that was pretty exciting. That's great because that's not saying I'm going to defend you. That's him saying until you can defend yourself. I would never have thought of that. I'm so glad because Allison and I would like to hopefully have another kid. And well, even for a boy, like, you know, I'm not going to be able to fight his fights. So (laughs) I know my dad would show up if if there was a fight I needed him for. Of course. But. I'm actually glad that I had to go through that because I would rather not have to call him. Right. And be like, hey, I'm in trouble. Yes, um, that is 100% true. I did both of those. I, I actually did date before I got my brown belt. He <gasps> broke up. I know. <laughs> I had my purple belt and I had my brown belt scheduled and he broke up with me a week before I got my brown belt. How did you guys go about picking out which movies you would see? What's playing? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> My dad would be like, this is what's playing at the time that we see movies. And then we'd go to the theater. Sometimes I think he tried to teach me like decision making as I got older and was like, these are the two options. Here's the pros and cons. But it didn't work. I was super indecisive. I'm still super indecisive. And he always (laughs) picked, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, a lot of it, it just came down to timing because we would watch a movie we're preview people we did watch previews we're not showing up for the movie like after the lights go down right. and the movie's starting like we're already in our seats phones are already off like we watched all the previews we yeah, watched the previews 100%. for the tv shows yeah. we watched car commercials we did the trivia thing at the <laughs> beginning to get free <laughs> popcorn and dumb stuff like that oh, yeah. yeah 
yeah, we like we were there earlier and whatnot. But then as soon as that movie ended, and I mean, we'd sit there and watch all the way through the credits because there might all be a bumper. Yeah, we don't yeah. know. But once those credits are over, we'd get up. We could walk into the lobby and we're checking our phones to see what time it is. Looking up at the marquee like, OK, we got time to go eat lunch real quick. And then we're coming back for this movie. With the car commercials, uh, did you guys ever happen to see me in one of those Chevy commercials with the... Uh, that one guy and no no oh yeah no, we i know he would have said something yeah i was in one of them there's one where they pulled in a focus group to reveal a new superhero that was aluminum man and i uh, know that sounds like no, a way better trailer one. than any yeah, of the yeah, ones we never they saw played. that one so you you did a little stint in acting yeah yeah He's done a couple of TV shows and some commercials and stuff. You lived in L.A. for a short period of time. And then he came back to Michigan because he got his wife knocked up and it was time to move in home. No, because my dad died. Thank you very much. Now oh I take care of my, my mom. Oh, my God. That's so dark. Yeah, thanks for, yeah. The thanks for reminding too. me. I already had a good cry today. Why are you making me have another one? You don't have to cry because your dad died. I mean, it's you got a fuzz in your mustache. I'm sorry. This is a really bad time. It's bothering me. Your dad would always post pictures of the two of you at a theater saying what movie you were seeing. So if there was something I was on the fence about, because our tastes run pretty similar. Sometimes, yeah. You did that thing where you scrunched your eyes again. Stop doing that. You got Jesus. I think it's complex. So I would always ask you what you thought, and nine times out of ten, I would agree with you. Sometimes you would get it way wrong. What would you guys disagree on? Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, boy. We're oh, not boy. in line on our Star Wars taste. I don't know. Yeah. My boyfriend is a huge Star Wars fan. Sounds like a great guy. <laughs> He's crying. I think my dad actually loves him. My dad loves him. We actually... He took us to the hate you give um with our friend mm-hmm. crystal as well i don't know if you've seen that movie no I haven't spoiler yet. alerts for anybody but there is um there is a scene where the black daughter brings home her white boyfriend and i'm sitting in between my dad and my very white boyfriend watching what is probably the most accurate depiction of what happens when a black girl brings home a white guy mm-hmm. to her black dad which was hilarious looking back on it. But in the moment, I remember like my ribs getting all tight. <laughs> we're like, we're sitting in the movie theater and I'm like, it was so relatable that I just had to laugh. But it was also just so awkward to like basically watch our lives play out in front of us. Right. What has been your favorite movie experience together? We did see a few movies before Avengers. Avengers was the one that kind of cemented the constant movie thing. Because we dragged Helen to Scott Pilgrim. And she did not enjoy it nearly as much as me and you did. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim is one of my favorite, favorite movies. We walked out of, of that movie time. geeked. Edgar Wright is such a great filmmaker. That movie is so damn good. And like yeah. we walked out, we were like, that was amazing. Yeah, I loved that movie. I think the two most memorable movie experiences that I've had is there was the day that we saw The Heat and We're the Millers, and I can't remember the third movie we saw. I know it was G-rated because we went RGR, <laughs> and it was kind of a whiplash day. Like Nut Job or something. <laughs> I think it might have been Nut Job. Yeah, it, was, it was something Some, that was, like, it was cute and kind of funny, but not great, especially mm-hmm. after watching like something so twisted as We Are the Millers and then following it up with The Heat, which is just Melissa McCarthy's... Oh, yeah. Just, it goes back to uh, when we talk about uh, uh, sometimes a straight man is even funnier. Sandra Bullock, when she's playing straight man against somebody else, 
no matter what it is, like even in the Miss Congeniality movies, she nails it. Yeah. We actually, we saw The Heat first and then we're the Millers. Okay. Because I remember The Heat was actually the first movie that I like laughed out loud, which mm. is like, that sounds crazy. But like in your lifetime? <laughs> no, not quite. But at a movie for the, in general, when I like watch things, whether it's TV or movies or whatever, I'm, I'm pretty like straight faced and it has nothing to do with what I'm feeling. I could mm. be like super emotional, whether that's happy or sad or angry, whatever. And that was the first time I ever like laughed out loud, like loudly and like couldn't stop laughing. And I think that kind of broke me because now every movie we go to, I sob uncontrollably or I laugh uncontrollably but that was the first time i had ever really broken and like really cracked up in a movie and then i think the other one was way more recent we went and saw queen and slim and it was a really amazing movie and it was also very it was kind of like a profound moment because it was it's a much deeper movie than the heat or where the millers secretly i think it was kind of emotional for my dad too um and so we like really bonded over that and it's just like it was like a really serious moment together to like recognize recognize that story the black bonnie and clyde and i remember we had like a really good lunch after that just being like damn that's crazy those are my two favorites good movies i got tickets for endgame late but I was able to get them and so we had to sit in the very front row in one of the uh couple's chairs <laughs> the the cuddle seats or it's like it's little love goofy seat. love seat things uh-huh. did not even care it's like we're watching this movie and it was one of those things where it's just like these amazing moments that had built up because we saw every single marvel movie up to that point right so like yeah when spoiler alert when cat picks up mjolnir and you're just like yeah like the entire theater is cheering and whatnot that and uh at the end of um a quiet place because I'd gone to see it and I was like, I, you, we need to go see this movie and taking her to go see A Quiet Place. And then afterwards, I was like, what'd you think? Because we don't do a whole lot of horror movies. She's like, that was like super movies. like amazing. I was like, did you notice nobody talked the entire time and nobody's messing with their cell phones? And we were just like, oh, yeah. I really admire the relationship that you both have. I'm hoping that. It'll be movies, but even if it's not movies, if it's something else that Benji's really into, I hope that we have the same relationship because getting to actually see for the first time the two of you together is absolutely delightful. And uh, there's a lot of love between the two of you guys. And uh, I'm just, I'm really grateful that we got to have this opportunity. And I'm, I'm glad that. Your dad said uh, that you wanted to do this because I wouldn't have even thought to ask. Yeah. You did that? What? Yeah. You well, said you he... wanted to do it. So I figured I'd ask him, see if you wanted to do it. Well, it was. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. Thank you, guys. We'll pretend like these are end credits or something. The band that you hear in the intro of this podcast is Exploded Toad. That was my old band from, oh, the very early 90s. That's me on vocals and bass guitar. Jeff Finazza was on guitar. And the drummer was Rob Bentley. And in fact, Rob wrote that song. It's called He's Me. And that is a song that Rob wrote about how he imagined I must feel about myself. And he was pretty spot. On. I miss those guys, and I am very grateful that Rob was cool with letting me use this song for the intro of the podcast. Still have a few more episodes. I'm going to be honest with you now. I am in the process of wrapping this podcast up. 
I feel like I learned a whole lot. I still have a few episodes to go that are recorded. I'm kind of putting these out in what to me is a logical order, and I cannot thank all of my friends who took time out of their day to talk to me about either their parents or their experiences being parents. And to be honest, this podcast was something I was doing for myself to have some sort of document that I could refer back to. And there are way more listeners than I ever anticipated. So thank you so much. Uh, I know there are people who don't even know me listening to this, and I I think that's weird. And it, it makes me feel good that maybe I did something cool here. So thank you so much. And I'll be back again next week. You were actually, believe it or not, part of this movie experience Um, because we would go to the movies and then we would go to lunch and pretty much always, I mean, he would always, he gets on me for being on my phone, even though he's on (laughs) his phone eight times more than I ever will be. Um, So he'd be on his phone and I'd be like making fun of him like, oh, who you texting? What you doing over there? I got some cute girls. And he'd always be like, oh, well, I'm telling Bobbit about the movie that we just saw because he asked about it. Like every Sunday. And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. tell him I say hi, you know, or whatever. Had updated but. Facebook or something. <laughs> what was the 